0: Are you ready to get your life back? Then get ready for Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli on Transformation Talk Radio now. Follow along the show as Jennifer explores a variety of topics and issues, including the energetic causes of burnout, all with a mission of empowering listeners to be true to themselves. As an energy medicine practitioner, speaker, author, and board-certified holistic nurse, Jennifer has discovered new and exciting healing tools and resources and can't wait to share them. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Get ready for your monthly dose of inspiration and illumination on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Now.
1: Now, that's what I'm talking about. Right, Jennifer? (laughs) now absolutely oh burn right today now look at um great to be doing this show with you today this is the burn bright today show i'm dr pat and i get to do this show um there's a couple things i want to come out of the gate and talk with you about if you don't mind um because this is about let's just tell everybody what what we're talking about today for a minute This is about how we can come up with things to make this year, 2020, the best year ever. Um, You know, I was watching, well, I was trying to watch the Emmys last night, and um, I I can't remember how many other award shows where people had literally visualize, verbalize, all the eyes, and said, 2020 is over. And they had like, Happy New Year 2021 on the head. 2020 is not over. <laughs> we have work we have to do. <laughs> it's it's not over. Um, I can see... Over. I can see why we want it to be over. And certainly some of those comments, they had like the Happy New Year and the whole thing going on. And one of the, um, I, I don't know if Benny's had a chance, but one of the um, people uh, that were up for nomination for shows and they were, they were literally like 2021. So I know why they're saying that. They're saying it because one, they either believe something that's happening now that's getting in the way of their greatest good, creating the best year ever, or they're saying it because they are hoping for a, a political outcome that they didn't get last time, whatever the reason is. But if you're if you're in that space, then there's no way that Eckhart Tolle creates a best-selling book about the power of now. But you and I here recognize the power of now. I recognize the power of next and now and next can work together, can't they?
2: Absolutely. And they are that they're intended to work together. The, the next can't happen if you're not in the power of now. And I'm so glad we're talking about this today because there's a lot going on um, with 20, the first half of 2020 phase one is ending. And we're starting to enter phase two of this spiritual awakening. And we're, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on. I um, astro numerology, the full moon in Aries coming up October 1st, because we have work to do. We have more work to do. We have a lot of inner work to do that will lead to outer work and we must take responsibility for what's coming up. What we still have yet to handle for ourselves and take care of for ourselves So that 2021 can come in because 2021 is going to have tremendous joy on the other side of this when Jupiter goes direct, but you're right. We have, we've got to stay still in the moment, go deep, go within, do our work so that we can enjoy the fruits of 2021. Cause it's not going to happen if we don't do our part.
1: Yeah. I mean, it really is. There's a lot of energetic work to do, but there's also you know as you said there are shifts and changes happening to us now today you're going to walk us through for example at least four things we can do to make 2020 mm-hmm. your best year yet uh, let's just stop for a moment 2020 is going into this is its ninth month we're going into its 10th month yes uh 2020 mm-hmm. It's not like we woke up today and everything and all the work we did last year and earlier this year and continue. It's not like those things go away. Everything we have done and the effort we have put forward will bear fruit, bear fruit, but it may bear a banana. And if you don't like bananas, you're gonna have to look at that. It may bear fruit, the fruit of a banana instead of bearing the fruit of a Pacific Northwest berry. (laughs) So banana or berry, let's get started with thing one. (laughs) Well, for those of you out there, my, my people out there right now saying, I want grapes. I just want wine. But I want grapes. I want grapes. So let's talk about what we can do now. We whatever is going on in our lives, we can turn this around.
2: Right. Yeah, yes, we can. And it, this is, and I think let's pause here for a moment and let's just really reflect on the fact that all of this is by by divine plan. None of this is by accident. This is all a part of the divine plan. And you know, my favorite, one of my favorite topics outside of energy medicine is space science. <laughs> I love to talk about space science. So. We're going to talk a bit about what's coming up with this full moon in Aries on October 1st and why it's going to tie into the number one thing that we can do to help make 2020 the best year yet, to bring in the joy of 2021. And that is, key, it's very important So if we're going to bear that fruit or if we're going to birth this baby, we absolutely must do the work of healing our heart. And Mm -hmm. the most beautiful thing about all of this is that we've got tremendous support backing us up coming from the universe. So let's go in and talk a little bit about the full moon in Aries coming up on October 1st because this is really powerful. And again we are in september which is a nine month nine is ending so everything that's been building up for the last nine months is going to culminate and come to an ending as we move into this um full moon in aries october 1st so october 1st 10 1 2020 adds up to a six and six is the number of birthing we're about to birth a new life but to do this We absolutely have to get through a significant amount of tension that's going to come up in October. And tension is polarities, something deep within us that is not right, something that is not settled, something that is not balanced, something that we need to personally address and bring up and take a look at what has been underneath the surface that we need to handle so that we can see the truth, address the truth take responsibility for the truth. The truth shall set us free and we'll be able to go on and heal our hearts from there. And this truly is an incredible gift that the universe has brought us in 2020 and an important part of what's leading up to birthing our entire new lives for 2021. But again, we cannot do that if we haven't done our work and done the work of healing our hearts.
1: Yeah, it's just not gonna happen. You know, one of the things that I was struck by, and uh, this is not a political statement, but I was struck by an interview that was done the other day of Hillary Clinton. She was on some show, I don't even know what it was, and I saw her. The woman hasn't looked that good in 30 years. Really? and uh, No kidding. And I'm thinking she's got to be working with somebody because she was light. And talk about a heartbreak, right? Her energy was light. She's had to watch everything that somebody in her positions watched for three years. And she looked like she was fresh out of the pot and ready to go. And I thought to myself, six months ago, she didn't look like that something had to heal and i think that's what we're talking about mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to bring in the abundance to bring in the prosperity to bring in the good juice if you've already right. got some bacteria growing on your heart
2: absolutely and and of course now we're in my favorite topic of energy medicine. so <laughs> you're you're exactly right because Whatever we have that is our, let's just say we have our own scandal or we have our own something that we've done that we're not proud of or didn't go the way or we're carrying some type of pain or we're carrying some type of great lie or we're carrying mistakes from the past. Any Whatever it is that's troubling us, that's weighing heavily on our hearts, now is really the time to go within and to w- work with practitioners you need, get the support and the resources you need to really take a look at that. And because you're right, anything that we are not okay with for ourselves, we're not talking about judging other people. We are talking about deep within ourselves. What is it that we are caring? What are we not proud of? What is it that we wish we had done better? What, um, Yeah. what do we wish the aggressive? with someone else, how much do we wish that we were not poking each other's eyes out, right? This all creates karma. And when this comes up in energy sessions, and I can't even tell you how much this has been coming up even in the last two years, but really now a lot of, um, a lot of former negative or heavy energy is literally being released out of the heart chakra and out of the heart muscle itself. I'm seeing this a lot with my clients right now. And it's an amazing thing to witness because it's so much of what you're talking about. Whatever it is that we need to address needs to come up and be handled. And oftentimes we always talk about this on the show. This is not always something we want to do by ourselves because it can feel like you're literally on fire or you're in the cave of fire by yourself. And it's not necessary to do that. There's a lot of help and a lot of resources out there. So if this is there's something, and I've, you know, this has played out in my own life for already this okay so confessions of a holistic nurse we're all dealing with this, you know find a practitioner that you resonate with that can help you bring this forward and get the energetics of this out of your physical body and out of your energetic anatomy so you can burn bright and you can put your best self forward and birth this new life that's coming so i'll pass it over to you to see you know, what thoughts you have. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I want to take a short break. And when we come back, I want to really, because this is what I'm. Yeah. I want to take a short break. And when we come back, I want to talk about the, the, I want to make a statement. And when we come back, let's dig in.
4: That's drkathyobear.com.
5: Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? <laughs> really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. <laughs> We are transforming the world one listener at a time.
2: Are you ready to invest in your best self? Join Sabrina Wright as she shares practical tools for creating joy and balance in your life every single day. Sabrina is here to help you become your greatest advocate and empower you to make decisions that will help you learn to live your best life. Live the good life, connecting your physical and spiritual self with Sabrina Wright. Every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationDocRadio.com.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. This is the Burn Bright Today Show, Jennifer Marcinelli. We're talking about four things you can do to make 2020 the best year yet. Um, We're looking at the idea of space science and the spiritual awakening, which we're going to continue to talk about. Um, But thing two, I think, is one of the biggest. And we started to talk about it as we move forward. Um, This is like a little thing here, Jennifer. Um, let's talk about what responsibility looks like. Let's break it down to simple things, right? Um, let's say you buy a laptop, and you're using your laptop, and this is me, this is for real. And you've had it for months, but like immediately after you got it, you call Dell and you say, hey, this thing is just a little wonky. And they come on and they start to do some stuff, but it still doesn't work. Is that the end of my responsibility? Do I stop there? Or do I keep calling and Skyping and what is that instant messaging? Do, do I keep saying to them, listen, this is not right. This is supposed to be a gaming computer. It crashes, it doesn't work. When I go to share my screen screen and Zoom, it like flickers, like some kind of thing is coming in there. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then you get the epitome of customer service. Now think about this for you in your life. Can you imagine what would happen if people called you or people called me and said, Jennifer, I need help. Um, look, there's a level of responsibilities that says... Some of us think we have to do it alone until we run into a problem that we cannot fix alone. Mm. Do you know how many people I know that get computers that don't work and are not willing to go back to the well and say this thing doesn't work? It is exhausting, but now let's take it from a simple machine. Now let's take it when we have people to people relationships that don't work how do I take responsibility that's your fault?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah I'm, I'm kind of glad you brought this up because
2: I the, the, the illustration that you're giving is when something else is at fault, okay? The other company has a responsibility to provide a high value product and stand in their honesty and integrity for the quality of the product and the service. So that is in some ways an easier way to accept responsibility. You keep on them, you do your part as the consumer to get what you deserve for what you've paid for to make them, help them honor their agreement because they've agreed to sell you this high quality product. But then what happens when the situation is different to your point and we're between people to people and now we're having to look at our part of the responsibility in the relationship, which is very different than hounding Dell computer, hounding a computer company for a device that doesn't work. right? It's much different and it's much more complex when two individuals are involved and there's layers of complexity from the holistic healing perspective that go into this. And this kind of leads me into the number two thing that you can do to make 2020 the best year yet. And that is to take responsibility for your own well being. No one is responsible for our well being but us. In your example, Dell is Dell, the, the computer company is responsible for their product. But in interpersonal relationships, we are responsible for our own well being. And I really want to talk quite a bit about this because I'm seeing a lot of this in my practice right now and unfolding in my own life as well. And let's let's go further into the definition of responsibility because responsibility literally breaks down to able to respond. Responsibility does not mean taking blame or assigning blame or taking shame for something that hasn't gone right, something that's gone wrong in our relationship. And this is a big part of phase two that's going into this great spiritual awakening right now and this is why a part of why we're seeing so many relationships are kind of getting volatile the, the volcano, you know, the the energies and the gases are building up under that volcano, because the volcano is a natural eruption that's going to birth something completely new. And to do that, we've got to accept our portion of the responsibility because. Every relationship that we are in mirrors us, right? That's why we're yeah. in the relationship. It's showing yeah. us something about ourselves, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is yeah. the deal. Yeah. And so here's Detroit's point that I'm at, and all of us are at this point. Things don't work. Things may break. Things don't turn out the way you think they should turn out. And right now in our country, and I'm sure this is the same all over the world, there are extraordinary things that we have had to figure out that we've never had to figure out before. And, you know, I've talked about this a lot. I mean, early on when I was walking everybody through, please file your PPP. Please file for that supplemental loan, please file for that. And we worked with some of the essential workers. We worked with people that have been on the front lines. You know, we even did a show, Jennifer, bringing on one of the top hairstylists, fashion people who created a nonprofit to help people in her industry. And even after doing all that, you know, I went back and I asked people, And, you know, what is it about this? Can I help you do this? And basically, here's what we don't talk about. The emotional side of responsibility. If we don't master the emotional side of the process of responsibility, then we will burn ourselves out faster than you could imagine. So even with this computer issue, right, for me. I can simply stick to the facts and talk to the people that are talking to me. Um, I can be as kind as I could be to the message people, right? I don't have to react at them for my l- lame computer, right? My computer that is a machine that doesn't work, I don't have to take it out on other people. Isn't that the crux of where we're sitting now? Isn't that the mastery and the healing perhaps you're talking about?
2: You know, I agree that what we're really learning right now is the responsibility of being present in the moment and following the emotional the emotional tide of responsibility and and, and which leads us also into you know how we're making our decisions right now because the part of what 2020 has done is broken down the playbook the, the linear vouch shalt do it this way because i've always been told to do it this way is gone and to your point we're now being called upon to use our creative ability to find solutions that have never been done before and that empowers each individual this is a part of self-actualization if we go to Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs, right? The top of the triangle with Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. So let's take it a step further. And let's so let's take the emotional component and take it a step further, because I'd also like to talk about the, the, the process of decision-making and how that is changing right now. And we'll be invited to upgrade the way that we make our decisions.
1: Beautiful. Let's take a short break and to do that and then come back and focus the next... Two segments on helping us with this point right here. Because decision making and what you're talking about is so critical, so underrated, that even with helping all of the people we attempted to help to fill out the PPP, even with all of that, the emotional aspect of that to move someone to a physical action was so great that all we could do is help them take that step. But then to go and battle your bank and make sure you're getting help from them or the lender, all of those decisions that we make, how do we build up what we need to do that? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. And I love this. Jennifer Marcinelli is gonna show the pathway and the freedom that you will receive from what this takes to heal
5: one listener at a time. Sometimes
3: being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multi-dimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the Maximum You. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com.
0: Did you know that when we talk about the Earth's ecosystems, the most important ecosystem has been left out? You, we created the Ecosystem Approach to recapture
5: human potential. Find us at TheEcosystemApproach.org.
0: Join us every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for the Ecosystem Approach Show with Jason and Patricia on TransformationTalkRadio.com.
1: Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive Bike. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Yeah. Check us out at drpacho.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm.
3: Oh my goodness. Tired of not losing the weight? You need a healthy solution for weight loss that protects your muscle mass as the fat burns away naturally. Holistic Medical Center has the healthy option for your weight loss concerns. Lose 1 to 3 pounds per day in 21 days, naturally, under our physician supervision. Call Holistic Medical Center, 425-451-0404, or on the web, drdarvish.com, drdarvish.com. Tune into Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce every first and third Tuesday
2: of the month at noon Pacific, three o'clock Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Join Susan and her guests as they share the stories that shift our souls about radical transformations, courageous breakthroughs, and life lessons. Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce. For more information, go to TransformationTalkRadio.com
1: or visit Susan's website at SusanDulce.com.
4: Do you sometimes feel overwhelmed by your mind? Powerless when it seems to spin in worry circles or bombard you with self-critical thoughts. Do you want to learn how to master your mind and feel more in control of your life? Listen to Dr. Friedman's Empowerment Radio, Shift from Confusion to Clarity, Self-Doubt to Confidence, and from Anxiety to Peace and Balance. Dr. Friedman and his many guest experts share the insights and tools you want to live with greater ease, joy, and purpose. Tune in to Empowerment Radio every first and third Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific time.
1: All right. Well, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in, turn us on. Guess what we're talking about today? Four things you can do to make 2020 your best year yet. Look, we are sitting at a point in 2020 where there's plenty of time left. You know, 2020 has thrown us for a loop, and now the universe is showing up and showing up with gifts. But there's something you should know from Jennifer about those gifts. Before we keep rolling and talking about decisions and how to take that, those decisions and move them to a place of joy, uh, the joy of reincarnation as we speak, Um, How do people find out about you, Jennifer, about what you're doing, all of the above? Yeah, so
2: welcome to come on over to my website, burnbrighttoday.com. And of course, I'm on all of the Insta accounts that you can imagine, Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, and of course, all of the podcasting as well. So yeah, burn bright today. Come on over. And there's a 1-800 number there if you feel like you need to set up an appointment to speak with me personally as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. I love this. Look, had a few curveballs yourself, maybe? Yeah? Anybody out just there a had few. a few? Yeah? Just I mean, a few curveballs. <laughs> just a few, I'm telling you. And you wake up and you think, where did that come from? What is that? What? What? What is that right. about? Um, but let's talk decisions. Because decisions, mm-hmm. I think, are... I mean, you can study decisions, you can study critical thinking, you can teach critical thinking. (laughs) Right. But what about those decisions that you make? You know, how about decisions you're making about, do I go back to work? Do I not go back to work? How about decisions about staff? You know, do you hire new people? Do you let people go? How do you make those decisions? how do you make decisions in your personal life? Is this somebody you want in your life? You know, why is it that the divorce rate has gone through the roof? Let's talk decisions.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, I'm classically trained in Western medicine as a critical care nurse. So I was hardwired for many years to follow protocols. You know, when a a decision tree, if this, then that. And all of that has now been thrown out the window. And I'm not meaning that literally as far as inpatient care, but the point being is when we're faced with a challenge, we are now being called to pull from our creative ability to find new solutions. But we're now being called to really change and upgrade, if you will, up level the way that we make our decisions. And here's what I mean by that. And I'll I'll share with you a client story and I'll talk about how it typically comes up in, in my sessions with my clients, okay? other than the emotional impact or the mental decision-making that we've all been taught in school, how to make decisions. We've also been trained and some of us inherently have critical thinking skills. There are compl- there are other layers that are really important to be considering, especially going into this new phase of the spiritual awakening. And I would like to introduce, some different components that for each of us to use to ask ourselves anytime that we're about to make a decision or before we act. And number one is, is it true? Is it necessary? And is it kind? And then after that also ask yourself, and I mean really sit down and have a deep meaning, a deep meeting with yourself internally. Is it legally correct? Is it, morally correct? Is it ethically correct? And is it spiritually correct? And one way to get down to that is to really make decisions that are for your greater good. And if it's for your greater good, then it is for the greater good of all concerned. And let's talk a little bit about how this might come up in a client session, because as you know, in energy medicine, we go far beyond the emotions, far beyond the mind. And we also work with our inner guides, our our, our connection with the divine, so that we can be divinely guided in our spiritual our decision-making as well. And the divine guidance that comes into our decision-making can be absolutely as cut and dried and tangible as to making business decisions. And as a matter of fact, I recently had um, a client in session working on her business plan she's opening and entirely she's creating and she had some she needed some clarity on her decision making that had to do with the type of business the location of the business and the structure for her business, her team of consciousness, my team of highest consciousness, our spiritual guides, our masters and our teachers, and ask them for their guidance. What is divinely correct? What is divine right action? And what is divine right timing? And I just want to offer that as the whole entire next step of decision-making because it is life-changing changing for me and it's life changing for my clients, what's actually right for them.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, look at, we are having to make decisions, more decisions now than I think many people have even made in a lifetime. I mean, if you're a young person, you're probably having to make many, many, many decisions right now, right? For yourself, for your future, for your life. Um, and what you're talking about today is so very important and we don't spend enough time with it. And so the decision-making process, what do you ask yourself, uh, Jennifer, when you come out of the gate and you're contemplating a decision or a choice? Decisions are choices we make, right? Right. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. So the first thing that I do is I get centered. And one of the, the way that I get centered is I sing the hue and you've heard me talk about this and we can close the, close the session with it. if We have time, but I like to get spiritually grounded because I truly believe that spirit, spirituality and work come together. Spirituality comes into every aspect of our life. And for me, the more that these two are together, the better decisions I make and the smoother my life goes as well. I don't get tripped up by the mind or tripped up by the emotions, which can be, very unreliable right Uh, we can get a lot of interfering energy and can kind of lead us in a root into a loop but i always ask myself is it true is it necessary and is it kind and then i always ask myself is it legally right is it morally right and is it spiritually right and the most important question is it for the greater good of all concerned? is this decision for my greater good. And if I divinely get a yes, I act on it in that way. If I divinely get yeah. a no, then I ask further questions to make adjustments where necessary so I can move forward in a slightly different direction as I'm divinely guided to do so. And then I can let go of it because I know that it's coming from a higher place. You know, if we're praying for answers, we have to follow. If we're praying for guidance, we have to follow the answers, right? And if we don't, we're not going to continue to get guidance because we're sabotaging our own relationship with the divine, right? Yeah. I'm praying for answers, but I'm not listening or I'm not following what the guidance that I'm getting.
1: You know, it's really funny because we were sitting out here the other day. And Linda and I were just chit-chatting about a couple of things. I have to make a decision, a really big decision about a surgery that I need to get. And so we were contemplating and talking about it and talking the timing and a hummingbird shows up right at the window, right? And sometimes we don't really recognize that we get signs from many, many places. Whether it was the hummingbird showed, that showed up and then the cat that followed the hummingbirds or the three squirrels that just wouldn't quit outside the door. And then, of course, I run to my carts to look them all up, right? Um, but we have to be awake enough to really see the signs. Um, and, you know, on the other hand, um, I was talking with one of our folks who had a very sad, sad story about their their dog this past weekend. So, you know, let's take a let's take a look at decisions like that. Because, you know, the hardest thing I've ever done, Jennifer, I think one of the hardest decisions I was I ever made was to let my 13-year collie to do the right thing there. And boy, I'll tell you, some of these things are really gut-wrenching but I love the way you looked at it. And nine times out of 10, when I get a yes, when I get that yes, then I move to like, okay, yes. Now tell me the what and the how, how about you, Jennifer, what do you do?
2: And I also ask for the when. So the way that I I have a way that I personally word it. I have a, a way that I personally word it. Is it divine plan? Is it divine right timing? And is it divine right action? And I've also had to ask before during you know depending on it, is it divine right justice and divine right coin depending on the issue. But when my my girls, my main cocoon kitties were translating or passing away last November and December of 2019, um, I did a significant amount of work with um, uh, my first kitty, Bodakai died suddenly unexpectedly of, of uh, unexpected heart failure. But my kitty Taylor was on hospice for a a number of weeks and months. So, what I was continuously doing in working with my kitty and my spiritual guides and her team, because animals are soul too, right? Animals are soul too. They have their own spiritual guides just like people do. And we work very, very closely with the spiritual guides for what was divine right action, what was divine right timing and in my case my kitty her name was taylor did not want any compassionate care um that was her choice and i honored that up until in full i gave her absolute full love and freedom to translate or pass away the way that she wanted to when she wanted to and on her terms and i can tell you that it was a heart opening experience as hard it was the most difficult thing i have ever been through bar none to watch my kitty decline and to stop eating and to decline, but those were her choices. And we were divinely guided to honor it, but it was also one of the most joyful things you could ever imagine to witness the inner part of a translation when soul left her body and she went on up to heaven with her spiritual guides. It was an amazing, amazing opportunity to be there with her for that. And I've had many clients that, I'm because I, I work with pets too, as you know, so I do a lot of pet care but also end of life holistic end of life um, end of life care to help pets transition as well. So
1: Well, is, I'm you with know, you on that one. Is this goes myself. back Yeah, this goes back to what you started to talk about and I want to kind of loop around as we bring this, you know, conversation full circle. Isn't that funny? Full circle because I was going to talk about the full moon. You know, you mentioned earlier about this yeah. October and the full moon and many people right about now we look at this as the harvest moon and this this is an interesting thing september actually i believe i'm correct doesn't actually have like a full moon i think september's full moon was august and the harvest moon is october and so here we are and you mentioned it moves to the fiery sign of aries right this is a critical time You know this is about leadership it's about bringing your friendly competitiveness to a climate it's about bold bold power so you're talking about bold decisions now right you know about moving whatever you have going on and bringing it to the forefront right um this is the first of two full moons in october Which is rare. So what is, of course, the second one takes place on what's my favorite holiday? Everybody raise your hand. Halloween. So with all of that in mind, how do we bring this to the full circle, full moon of the best decisions of 2020? Yeah,
2: so I think we also should not... um... We'd be remiss if we didn't discuss the full moon in Virgo at the end of September because Virgo is the healer. Virgo rules um, crystals and healing. So, this all is a tremendous time of healing. Oh. And so, I think we want to make sure that we give that last full moon a lot of credit because that's leading leading us into what we've done in September coming into October. And this full moon in Aries, Aries, I have an Aries ascendant. So this is big for me and it's big for everybody. You, everybody has Aries in your chart. It doesn't have to be your sun sign or your moon or what have you. Aries is my ascendant. So I have to go first and early, but we're really talking about really what we're talking about here is not September's a nine month endings. Things are ending. Things are dying so that they can be reborn relationships, companies, Um, the way that we made income, um, you name it, the way that we looked at life is dying so we can birth an entirely new way of being. And that's leading all the way up into this unbelievable October, it's October 1st full moon in Aries. So this is an, and and I'm just gonna say this as well, because I think this is really important. And then we're gonna tie it into the whole rebirth thing is that Aries is a fire sign. Mars is retrograde in its home sign of Aries for the first time since 1988. And we now have this full moon in Aries taking place. This is like never happened before, okay? Maybe for thousands of years. So we're getting this tremendous push to raise our vibrations, open up our mind to consider new things, open up our hearts to consider new things, considerations and these higher vibrations. And when the heart heals, we will experience a healing and then we will feel joy is on the other side of it. So October through November is going to be very intense and very, very difficult. But when, 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 uh, Jupiter moves direct in December, joy is coming on the other side of this. And I just really, I think it's really important. So I'm going to, I really think that we should circle back a little bit and talk about our pets because. I truly believe and have personally experienced, personally, professionally, as an energy medicine practitioner and a holistic pet care provider, um, and spiritually, that animals are sold to. So I'd like to just pose this to anybody out there listening and watching, because if you're tuned in, you're, you're on this frequency anyhow. But I think the number three thing that we can do to really help 2020 become the best year yet and help us move into a year of joy of 2021 is to really open up our heart and open up our mind to the possibility of experiencing the joy of reincarnation. Because when we think of reincarnation, that new birth, we sometimes think that you know reincarnation gets a bad rap because, oh, I gotta come back and fix everything I did wrong. Yeah. So we're balancing I- our we're balancing our ledger which I talk about in the book. but there yeah. is an incredible opportunity. And I've had a clients right now, for example, I'll just share a little bit of uh, polarity about this. One of my clients that, uh, they had a family pet that translated or died unexpectedly a number of years ago and the family was absolutely positively heartbroken. Sudden death, unexpected, heart broken. Well, that dog reincarnated and came to them again as a dog again as a puppy. And one of my my clients, the one of the um, that the wife actually believes and recognizes and has experienced reincarnation. Her own pet for herself. She can see that their dog is reincarnated and the joy that she experiences every day, living life with that pet, knowing that that pet has come back to have more joy in their life. However, the spouse has not opened up and considered Carmen reincarnation yet. So he is still experiencing the anguish and the pain of the loss of that pet, but yet the pet has reincarnated in the family and has been there now for quite a while just waiting to be recognized by her daddy that she's like right here she's right here all this joy that's coming in this new puppy body is yeah. it's me it's me I'm back again so I'd like I'd like to kind of leave everyone with that
1: yeah and you know what you said and and this is like for me this is what do they say this is the cherry on top of the Sunday for me. You know, it's interesting how these energies have what I call a harmonizing effect if we know enough about them. I'm very excited about Jupiter. I mean, on the 12th, Jupiter went direct in Capricorn, but I'm very excited about Jupiter for a lot of reasons. Because even if we have all what seems to be tight and constricting, there's always the energy of abundance, isn't there?
2: absolutely there is even if jupiter's in retrograde it's just not equally as expressed because we're going in to find our abundance and what we're really discovering through 2020 with all of these retrogrades is to really learn and throw out the playbook and throw out the way that we manifest things don't come into us when we manifest they come from within us to manifest into our outer life so i am thrilled about these changes and when jupiter moves direct in aquarius and we literally launch the Aquarian age and experience the joy that Jupiter brings. It's, it's just truly going to be amazing. It just truly is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer, thank you so much for today. Um, again, would you let folks know more about you? Uh, and also, you know, your closing message with today, you know, thank you for all the work you're doing to heal On the planet to heal all of us individually but also the energy of positivity and burning bright even if it doesn't look like we can thank you for all of that what would you like to leave us with today
2: so yeah so always and always you're always welcome to come over to burn bright today shoot me an email or start communicating with me on on social media and we'll get chatting or schedule a call by the 1-800 number but i think what i would like to everybody with today is many of us are being or have been through a dark night of soul in 2020 and some of us are at the very maybe the end of it and for many of us right now this is the final push the final birthing of the baby the final end of the cave of fire but what the cave of fire does is burns off all the impurities so that we can burn bright from inside to our outer life it's worth it. Everything we're going through is worth it. And there's joy on the other side. Just keep going and ask for the help that you need, whatever that looks like.
1: I love it. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer, so very, very much today. And again, mention your website one more time.
2: Yeah, burn bright today. Make sure you have enough teas. Burnbrighttoday.com.
1: And I'm Dr. Patton. If you've missed any any part of this, please go to Facebook, Transformation Talk Radio, and also TransformationTalkRadio.com and listen to any or all of this as you wish. Powerful, powerful messages to understand the four things and then some that you can do to make 2020 the best year yet. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Benny.
0: Thank you. For listening to Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Be sure to tune in each month for your monthly dose of inspiration and illumination. As a board-certified holistic nurse and energy medicine practitioner with years of wisdom and experience, Jennifer has dedicated her life to solving the problem of burnout and helping others to take a stand for their health. Your first step to taking your life back is Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. For more information about Jennifer Marcinelli and her work, including her new upcoming book, visit her website at burnbrighttoday.com.